was thinking, um, like I was trying to imagine infinite love because it was in a meditation that I was doing. Mm -hmm. And so I, I was like imagining infinite universes and I can imagine that I can, I can, I, I mean, I can't imagine like what they might be, but I can imagine that there are infinite universes and that they're constantly changing so that they are constantly being infinite. Fine. And so there are things that I can imagine as infinite, but I could not imagine infinite love, like an infinite feeling of how it would just constantly be more and more or like different and bigger. And like, because this person was like, I felt this love and it was so strong. And they were talking about this love that they felt. And they thought that that was like the most that they could ever feel love. And then all of a sudden, like this whole new wave of love came and it was a whole new. And then that person was talking about how it was just like, there was so much more out there that they didn't even know that was around love. I was like, whoa, that's crazy. Yeah, that, that would be interesting to explore more. But I mean, like I have had this experience where like I feel like I'm breathing in the universe and then in an instant, doesn't last long, but like I've actually felt like the universe breathed me, mm, you know, that's and, I, and I kind of feel like um, uh, that infinite love thing, it's, it's just like that that's the other thing though the definition of love is an interesting like uh thing to explore and then you're kind of going that's like true. well i mean because in our society we have it really tied in a lot with not all not all of it but a big aspect of it is tied in with sexual energy and like male female aspect versus just like your brethren of other human beings and your family it has that element too but it also is like a big part of it is the romantic aspect which is kind of um uh, limited it's limited and it's that's i don't know i almost feel like that um that kind of hinders our understanding of what it really is right that's true i have i have meditated or thought a lot about unconditional love and trying to under like give myself unconditional love and accept myself and all this and doing that for others and then that's the only thing that i can understand as really really love having unconditional love but other than that, like that, that could even be skewed or, or at least narrowed to my own per perception of what that is. Well, and then it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, is it unconditional acceptance or is it like, do you have to be fond of it as well? <laughs> like, you know, cause it, 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 yeah. it, if it's just like a place of non-judgment and just like peace and like stillness, those are different things than what we think of in terms of like, love is like, it's almost like there's an affirmation of like that you like something like a lot, you know, well, I everything. guess. But then for me, then that, that would almost be the same thing because unconditional love is that, that you would, you would grow, you would love it. You would, you would not judge it. It would be, there would be peace around it. But in addition to that, you would just love it, whatever it is, you would just. Right. Like not only just accept it, but also like. Love it. Just, yeah. I mean, how do you do that yeah. when you see crime, when you see all these violent things? And then you're like, how do you love that with unconditional love and knowing that it's just really a dark. Well, that's why I like that Buddhist practice. I think it's called love, loving, loving kindness meditation. And that's where it's like, you start out and it's you, the first exercises you give, like you, you are supposed to give yourself love. Then you're supposed to give your, um, then you're supposed to give love to, um, like a person that's, easy for you to love that you love like your mom right. or 
kid or something or your husband or like whatever, somebody that you already know you love. And then the next exercise is you're supposed to give love to someone that challenges you, someone that you have like not the, the greatest of personal life feelings for. And then the next exercise is like giving love to everybody, you know, and, yeah. and, and, and whatever. And you're supposed to really supposed to strengthen the giving love to the people that you don't think that you do love. Like I, I've, I've always tried to work on that quite a bit because like, I don't, when I was little, I used to have arch enemies and nemesises. And I would be like, that person is my nemesis. And it was <laughs> like, like, you know, I, that, I don't know why I was very, I, 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 you know, from the movies, I guess I thought there was like, I am the good right. character. They are my villain. That yes. is my personal villain. And they're going to, yeah. Um, and then as I've gotten older, I'm kind of, I don't actually have a villain anymore no. in my life story, like at all. <laughs> no, um, same here. Like, I don't, I mean, the word hate is such a strong word. I hate no mm-hmm. one. It's like, wh- why would I have an And people be like, well, do you hate Hitler? And it's like, no, I don't hate Hitler. I know he did a bunch of uh, heinous things or whatever, but I don't know Hitler. Like, I, right. you know. And also, it's so complex. And nothing is black and white. I'm not saying that yeah, that I love his actions, but there's more to what's happening than what we could see that's happening at face value. So I don't know. It's hard to. You sound like, oh yeah, then you're then you love this madman, you know? Right. You're exactly. Like, well, well, and, and then that, that's unconditional that's, love. That's what gets me into the whole thing of um, does a person's action, like. Like, identify say, them like, identify them for it yeah i mean it's so it's interesting it's like you could be you know this saint of this the most amazing human being in the world and then you accidentally or whatever made some mistake that killed somebody or you could have let's say you you went crazy and you killed somebody but does that mean that you're like defined by that completely yeah, forever for all forever. time and every action that you've done before is so yeah that's the thing that's what that's what makes me kind of go like well that's like we could talk about karma and reincarnation and how really we're all just expressions of the divine or of god or whatever it is that you think it is like we're just expressions of love because right so it had to break out of itself it couldn't just be all in harmony and love all the time because then it would be bored and wouldn't be experiencing anything else so we had to have all these experiences we're just little gods separated from that in order to have all these experiences and the collective experiences are making us like the full experience of love no so it's really all in the same and we've had so many all the lives you've ever lived you've pretty much done everything assuming or you're at some point at some level you've done had every single experience you know you know i have real big uh uh like peaks and troughs of being like i if you if you put a gun to my head and said like have you have you lived before and i'd be like i i i tell you i tell you right now i feel like i've been a man I think I'm really good at being a man. Like I would be a really good man. Like I just know how to do it. I just, I just do. Just I've been a man, 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 many, many, many times. But I'm a hundred percent straight chick who like is a girl, and I am a girl in this lifetime. But I know I've been a man. I know that sounds weird, but I've always had that feeling. Then not only that, but like I, I have big connections to being not human. Right. But like, I don't have any human memories. I don't have any memories of being an actual, I can't give well, you. Most of us don't have that remembrance of past lives. 
Well, but then sometimes I go back and forth to where I'm like, well, maybe it's all crap. Maybe we, we, I, it, it, I have a hard time knowing on whether or not, like my conviction on, on, um, past lives is, is, is waning. It's always like, do, 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 depending yeah. on the day. I, I, I personally believe strongly that there are in reincarnations. Well, just because a soul to me is infinite. So if a soul is infinite, then we've had to have other experiences. And if we've only lived in human form for, let's say, as me, Danielle, like however X amount of years I am going to live here, then my soul will go on to have another experience, whether it's another human experience or non-human, it doesn't really matter, but I'll have another experience um, yeah, as an infinite but, soul. And, but that's what I, uh, I mean, the lack of memory is confusing, but yes. um, <laughs> there's that. But um, I, I always wonder, it's like, um, like, is it any less valid if it's not necessarily incarnated into like a human? Like, like, it's like, like, let's say you're, let's say, I don't know, for a while after you die, like you spend time as energy itself. Like, yeah. Well, there, there is that belief that oh, this was my question around, um, astrology and death, because if, let's say, if they were able to find out the Dalai Lama based on birth and death times, they can narrow down when the next Dalai Lama is going to be based on that information. And, and so that death time, there's, there, there's a time in between lives that they call it, that the soul supposedly goes off to possibly another planet or another energy and is in another experience where they reflect, where they gain love enough, strong enough to go on to the next carnate. Right. There's um, other work that's done before they're incarnated. Right. It's not just like bang. 